This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And I have something really special for you today that I wasn't intending to share, but it was so good, I couldn't not share it. Now, if you've been tuning into this podcast for a while, you know that Full Frontal Living is all about your physical and your emotional well-being. But what you may not have realized is that I recently retired a program that was doing really, really well called Weight Loss from Within. You may have even joined the program or you may be an alumni of it. And the reason is that I do not want to specifically be talking to weight loss anymore because I know that your body will release the weight that it's holding on to when you shift your relationship with your body. So when you actually start caring for yourself and really understanding what it means to love yourself and to have reverence for your physical well-being, everything will change. And that is so hard for people to wrap their brains around. And it's really no different than for many of us who, you know, we spend our lives or you, you know, you may spend your life chasing money. That used to be me. I had so much debt and all I wanted to do was, you know, make some money to pay off my debt. But what ended up happening is I kept focusing on the problem that I thought I had, which meant I wasn't focused on the problem that I actually had. And the same is true with your weight. My relationship with money was reflecting what I thought and believed to be true about money on the inside, the beliefs that I carried about money. It also showed me the relationship that I was having with myself and my level of worthiness and This is what happens for so many women around weight loss. So it's not that weight loss from within wasn't a phenomenal program or isn't a phenomenal program. It's still available as a self-study. I just don't specifically want to be marketing and talking about weight loss in that way. I really, to be in integrity with my work, need to make sure that I am talking about the importance of you caring for your physical and emotional well-being and not specifically focused on how can I lose weight. So I ran a masterclass on January 25th, and I poured my heart and my soul into that class. It was just to be of absolute service. What I have decided to do is I've had my team strip the audio just from the portion where I was talking and where I was sharing We haven't shared the audio that got into coaching with people who are on the call because I want to respect people's privacy, you know, and they showed up on the call. They showed up on the call. 
but I have asked my team to take the beginning part of that call and we've made it into an episode for you. So without further ado, this is the masterclass I taught on how to stop worrying about your weight, love your body and take control of your health. So enjoy. If this episode resonates with you, please share it because I'm sure you are going to walk away with many nuggets and new perspectives that you may or may not have ever considered. So share it. If you know somebody who is struggling with their relationship with their body so that they can tune into this very powerful message as well. And if you need more support, by all means, you know, we'll put it in the show notes. You can go ahead and sign up for the first three days of weight loss from within the self-study version. You can try out the first three days and then you'll be given the opportunity to, you know, purchase the full 30-day self-study version. And we'll drop the link for the entire course if you already know that this is the program that you need. So without further ado, enjoy the masterclass. And thank you for tuning into another episode. I've told the story before that, you know, if you tuned into the podcast, I went through a really rough time when I was in school trying to figure out, you know, what I was going to be when I grew up. And I, I didn't really think I was all that smart. And, uh, you know, they put a certain aptitude test and it came out that I was going to, you know, what I was destined to do, according to the test was shoe horses for a living. And I remember being like, so devastated, like, that's what I was going to amount to putting horseshoes on horses. Like, so it was like the last nail in the coffin of Lisa thinks she's, you know, not smart. And it's so funny looking back because this world didn't exist, Right, what I do for a living now and how I get to serve the world and the way I get to serve the world, it did not exist when I graduated from high school. So the fact that I can be here now and all of you have taken time out of your day to join me from all around the world is like, it still blows my mind. It still blows my mind that we can all be on screen together. So thank you so much for showing up and sharing this time with me. So Today, we're going to be talking about how to stop worrying about your weight, love your body, and take control of your health. And this is a topic that I'm really passionate about that so many women struggle with. So many women are so focused and obsessed on their weight. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to approach this in a different way. So just to give you guys a little bit of background on me, if if you don't know, I've been doing this work in some way, shape or form with women for over two decades now, which is like, again, mind blowing, <laughs> mind blowing to me. Uh, you know, it's mind blowing to me that my oldest son is about to turn 21. Like, when did that happen? I feel like I just gave birth to him. But I started out my career as a personal trainer. I grew a personal, a successful personal training business. And then I slowly transitioned into nutrition because so many of the people that were coming to me, they wanted to exercise, but they wanted to lose weight. And when I started competing in, in fitness and figure, I realized really quickly that nutrition plays such a huge role, right? As all of you know, right? How many of you, just curious, show of hands or in the chat, have been on a diet at some point in time in your life, right? Right. Okay. So we know that, that food plays a role. So this is why I went into nutrition because 
I really wanted to support the clients that I was working with in learning how to understand nutrition better so they could step into their power when it came to the choices that they were making. And then fast forward to my husband going into rehab, which I'm sure most of you know that story. He's coming up on nine years sober, nine years sober, I think the beginning of February. So he's in like the top, I think it's like 3% of people who stay in recovery, get into recovery and stay in recovery. But I learned a lot in that process. I learned a lot about the behaviors of addiction. I learned a lot about addiction. I learned a lot about how we use different things, whether it's drugs, alcohol, food, exercise, shopping, really to numb out the things that we don't want to feel. And it became very, very clear to me that our bodies were often just a distraction from our unwillingness to be with the things that we really need to be with, right? The emotions that we're carrying around and that food becomes to many of us, love, comfort, companionship. You know, I have some clients who they grew up in families where, you know, their mom was a chronic dieter and they, you know, brought their daughters along for the ride, so to speak. So my work really started to take a turn at that point because, you know, like most of you, you probably realize you've diet, you lost weight, and then you maybe repeated that cycle time and time again. And then you blame yourself and beat yourself up as to why can't you fix the problem? And that's like an alcoholic saying to themselves, well, if I just stopped drinking, that would fix the problem. But the drinking isn't the problem. Your weight is not the problem. And your body is not the problem. And that's really at the core of, you know, why I developed this program, Weight Loss From Within, why I wanted to hold this call, because the more you continue to focus on the problem you think you have, the more you're missing the opportunity to address the problem that you may not realize you have. Does that make sense? So the like nod of the head. So I was thinking about this a lot. Because back in the day when I would do classes like this, right, I had to have everything right. I had to have all the slides and the presentation and the speaking points. And today I literally have chicken scratch on a piece of paper, which is such a huge evolution for me, ladies, right? Like, because perfectionism was part of my drug of choice, how I would protect myself from people not seeing my insecurities, not feeling really I was coming from this place of not feeling good enough. And Today, you know, I really just want to be able to share with you guys and serve you guys in a really open and honest way that hopefully brings you value and gives you different perspectives to look at the approach that you're taking to weight loss. Because to be honest, I'm not going to be talking about weight loss for much longer because I know that's not the problem, right? So to get in full alignment with my work, I have to take that leap and let go of the comfort of me talking about weight loss. Because I could talk about weight loss a lot. I know a lot about it and really dive into what people need to hear, what you probably need to hear. So the more you focus on what you think the problem is, the more you're going to perpetuate the problem. But here's what many of you get stuck in. Well, if I don't focus on the problem, Lisa, how am I going to fix the problem? Sound familiar? Like if I don't focus on my weight, if I don't focus on dealing with this, then I'm going to end up weighing like 200 pounds, 300 pounds. 
Like all hell will break loose if I don't focus on the problem. I've been doing this a long time. I know how your brains tick. And I also know this because for years and years and years and years, I focused on my money problems, my debt, how I could get away from my debt, how I could clear my debt, how I could pay off my debt, you name it. Every single day, I obsessed about how I was going to make more money so I could pay off my debt. And the more I focused on trying to fix my debt, the more debt I got didn't actually take away the problem until I started to look at and realize, well, what if my debt is not and has never been the problem, but my relationship to money and how I treat money is the problem? What if I started to look at what I believe to be true about money, wealth, abundance, all of those things, and approach this as I don't have a problem, but I do need to learn how to be in relationship with my money differently. And that's really what today is about, is asking you the same question. How can you be in relationship with your body differently? Because what many of you may not realize is that you, you, I say this with love, are creating a toxic relationship with your body Because every day you're beating up on your body for not being the way you want it to be. It's letting you down. What's wrong with it? It's broken. Why can't it look this way? Why does it look this way? I can't even begin to tell you how many of my clients, one of which is in the room, can't even look at themselves in the mirror. Because by pausing for a couple minutes to look at themselves in the mirror, they have to face the negative thoughts that are constantly looping, right? So if I just ignore my body, if I just don't look at it and I focus on losing weight and taking control over here, then I can just ignore all the garbage and how crappy I feel about myself. Well, how do you expect to be in a healthy, happy relationship with your body and your body being in this place of thriving if you're feeding it toxic thoughts every day? You were to pour poison instead of water into a plant, would it grow? No. If you talk to your children the way that you talk to yourself, would you have a healthy relationship with them? Would they thrive? No. So I want each of you today to really look at what are you doing for your body? Not what can your body do for you? That sounds like an old presidential speech. I think Jill Um, ask not what you can do for your country. No, but I want you to really look at how are you showing up for your body instead of expecting your body to show up for you? What if you flip that around? If you want to live your best life with health and vitality and energy, it's your responsibility to decide what you want the relationship with yourself to look like. Your body, this is really important, your body will follow your mind. So if you're saying to your body every day, you're not good enough, you don't look good enough, why can't you do this, what's wrong with you, I have no willpower, I suck, my legs are too big, my butt is too wide, my calves are too this, whatever, 
your body's like, oh, okay, she wants more of that. <laughs> toxic. So you have to take responsibility for your relationship with yourself. You have to choose to stop perpetuating the toxic, abusive relationship you're having with yourself. Because if you've been hanging out with me for any amount of time, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's been inside TCP, whether it's been on Instagram or social media or on my newsletter, you guys will have heard me say this a million times, and I'm going to keep saying it until people register with it. Things we love and we value, we take care of. And it's not hard. Is it hard for you to take care of your kids? Is it hard for you to take care of your pets? So please tell me why it's so hard for each of you to take care of yourselves. And it simply comes down to the fact that you're not willing to love and value yourself as much as you are everybody else. And that is truly why I'm so passionate about the work that I do, because I do my best to bring women back home to who they are, to learn how to love and value and respect themselves, to treat themselves with reverence, to make themselves a priority in their lives, to know that they are good enough and they are worthy of loving themselves, taking care of themselves, having time for themselves. Because when you do that, right, when you make that commitment to be in a loving relationship with yourself, your body will follow. You will start to make choices that support how you want to feel. And the commitment that you've made to being in a healthy relationship with yourself, the choices you make will become easy. Because you'll pick up things and say, well, is this the healthiest and and most nourishing and most loving thing I can give myself in this moment? Or is this going to perpetuate me getting into that negative self-talk? It's learning how to pause and say, does this support the relationship that I want to have with myself? When I was unpacking all my stuff with my money, it wasn't that I couldn't spend money on anything, right? Because so many of you go, well, if I have to eat healthy, that means I'm going to be deprived and I can't have this and I can't have that. In every moment of every day, you get to choose. If only each of you could understand and come to know how powerful you are when you get that you have choice. And choice is not should or shouldn't. Choice is yes or no. Yes, do I want to eat this or no, do I not? Does this support how I want to feel? Yes or no. Does this support how I want to be in relationship with myself and my body? Yes or no. Is this the most nourishing thing I can give to myself? Yes or no. And sometimes my clients have heard me say this. Sometimes that piece of pizza or the piece of cake is the most nourishing thing you can give yourself in that moment because you're making that choice from a conscious place. You're owning it. You're not getting into the shoulds. You're not getting into the shame. You're not beating yourself up. You're not attaching any meaning to the fact that you're enjoying a piece of cake and then you move on because when you know how to love yourself, when you know how to value yourself, you're not going to eat cake every day. Because now that cake is no longer trying to fill an empty void because you're learning how to fill that void by caring for yourself. Does that make sense? Right. 
Okay. So when it comes to shifting your relationship with your body, I want each of you to really think about how do you want to feel in your skin? How do you want to feel in this relationship with yourself? Right? So if you were meeting that new partner, man, woman, whatever, whatever your flavor, both maybe, uh, whatever your flavor, when you're dating that person, how do you want to show up for them on that first date or that second date or that third date, right? If you're just getting to know them. So how do you want to feel in relationship with yourself as you get to know yourself from this point moving forward? Because everything you've done in the past is irrelevant right now. I don't care how many diets you've been on. I don't care how many times you've tried and failed. Those are just stories and interpretations you're telling yourself. They have no bearing on today. None. They mean nothing unless you choose to attach meaning to it. And that's a story a lot of women get attached to. They come into starting something new going, well, I already tried once and it didn't work. I'm glad I left that garbage behind in my business because, ladies, I would have given up a long time ago. (laughs) Overnight success, two decades, two decades, many face down moments, tears, tantrums, things that didn't go right. Lots of things that didn't go right. But I always knew that what I wanted was possible for me. And you have to work from that place when it comes to the relationship with your body. It's possible for all of you to be in a loving relationship with your body. It's possible for each of you to create any transformation with your body that you wish. But if you go into it believing, well, I've done it a million times and it's never worked before, you're already saying, like, It's not going to work this time. So why bother? Your body follows your mind. Whatever you tell yourself will become your truth. So this is why it's so important, right? You've been working. You've been going at this from the, this is the problem I have. I need to fix this problem, which puts the focus on the problem you think you have. And what I'm asking you to do now is suspend belief and say, well, what if that's not the problem? And I'm going to focus on how I want to feel. And I'm going to make choices from a place of how do I want to feel, which might feel, like I said, irresponsible because I got this problem over here. But if you know how you want to feel and you start making choices from that place, that's when possibility opens up for you. Okay. So that's how you stop worrying about your weight, kind of in a nutshell. Obviously there's a lot You know, there's a lot more to this, but we had 90 minutes and I want to make sure I get to your questions. I want you to also look at when you make the decision, like say you decide you want to lose weight and you're still going to go about it from focusing on how you want to feel and caring for yourself, knowing, and I know this might be hard for a lot of you to believe, knowing that the weight will release itself the more you focus on how you want to feel. So most of you raise your hand when I've asked if you've lost weight before. So you all know it's possible, correct? You all know when you eat healthier, you move your body, you lose weight, right? Totally possible. This time, I want you to look at this from making decisions about what you want to be committed to. So what if the commitment isn't to weight loss this time? But the commitment is to loving yourself and to valuing yourself 
and to honoring your body. So why this is important is because so many of you make decisions about weight loss from your feelings. And I'm all for feelings, right? Part of my work is helping women connect into what they're feeling. When it comes to commitment, though, and because so many of you are carrying so many stories about your body around with you, when you make decisions from your feelings, you're making them from stories that don't serve you. And part of rewriting these stories is making the decision that you're going to know what you're committed to, right? Your health, your well-being, your physical health, your physical well-being, your emotional well-being, what you want for yourself, how you want to feel. Your choices must come from that commitment. There's a big difference, okay? Your choices need to come from your commitment, not from how you feel. So if you've been following me for a while, you know that last year, you know, I was planning to get back up on stage after a long hiatus, right? This time, then COVID. So that all went, you know, to hell in a handbasket. Getting ready to go up on stage is, you know, bodybuilding is a sport, It's not for everyday average Joes, okay? This is my sport and it requires a little bit more discipline and, you know, regimen, a lot of commitment. But when I came out of that, I made the decision that I wanted to go into a build. So a build, ladies, requires that you put on weight intentionally and that you eat a lot of food intentionally. And you allow yourself to gain. So this was a choice that I made because I wanted to see what was possible for my body at 47, 48 years old. Can I put on more lean mass? And let's keep this in perspective, right? Like I'm five foot one. I am no Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? If I put on like two pounds of lean mass, I will have done like a rock star job. Okay. So please understand. I know people talk about like, can you put on muscle? It's so, it's not easy. <laughs> you have to eat a lot of food. I had to eat when I wasn't hungry. I had to override my body's, like your body's constantly sending you signals of what it needs. I had to override them quite often because I wasn't hungry, but you know what? I had to eat because in order to grow, I had to overfeed. This is why like baby cows. They feed them a lot to make them grow fast so they can take them to slaughter. I know that's horrible, but this is this is the cattle industry, okay? So I had to overfeed. I had to be okay with watching my body go from super lean, which is not sustainable, nor is it healthy long-term, to getting very curvy and nothing fitting, like nothing. So getting on the scale every day to track my data because it's data. It's neutral. Okay. Data about your body just tells you what is and what isn't working. Right. So there's no emotion attached to the scale. Didn't make my day and cheer. (laughs) It's just data, write it down. So when you can start to understand that as well, that when you are trying to shift your body, everything is data that allows you to make better decisions. It's not data to tell you how to feel. Okay, the scale has no power over your emotional state unless you choose to hand over your power to an inanimate object. So think about that. So I get on the scale, my weight would go up, nothing was fitting. And you know what it meant? Nothing means nothing. 
my commitment was to putting on weight. My commitment was to putting on lean mass. So I had to be like, when my pants didn't fit, great job, Lisa. Go stand in front of the mirror, admire your curves, admire all the soft parts that are there now that weren't there before. When I crossed over that number, that, you know, and I'm sure most of you have like that, you know, that number that you just don't, you try not to go over, or that's your red line number. You hit that number and you're like, oh, geez, I better eat some lettuce, right? Most women have this. I got that red line and then I like leapt over it. So now I'm in the no man's land. Like I've never been here before. I've never weighed this much. What does it mean? It means nothing. It means nothing. It means I'm committed to what I said I was going to do even when it didn't feel good. I ate the food even when I didn't want to, when I didn't feel like it because I was committed to my goal. I go to the gym when I don't feel like it because I'm committed to the outcome that I want. I know how I want to feel. So now we're going the opposite direction, right? So now it's time. Okay, yay, we hit the number. Woohoo! Awesome. Let's go the other way now. Right. So we start this process. I'm so excited. We're going to see what's happened, see what I built and understand, guys, for me to go from build to being ready to go on stage. We're talking over 20 weeks of commitment day in and day out. And that's giving myself a long runway because I need a long runway. Who knows? I might get sick and I just. Just don't have the stamina to do anything fast. Okay. There's no fast and furious needed, but that's, that's how long it takes 20 weeks of being committed to doing this. Okay. So week one, ate all my food, did all the things I needed to tick the boxes, my sleep's improving everything. And what happened? Nothing, not a single piece of data moved. Week number two, doing all the things. What happened? My weight went up. That's not the direction we're supposed to be going in. And guess what? It's just data. Didn't make it mean anything. Didn't freak out. Didn't suddenly increase my cardio, you know, start pulling things out of my meal plan, right? Obviously, I stay in contact with my coach. But I didn't go into the, oh, my God, my body's broken. What did I do? Why did I go through this build? I'm never going to get this weight off. I'm screwed. (laughs) None of it. I refuse to live in stories about my body. At 40, God, what am I going to be? 48 years old. What my body has done for me this year and last year is extraordinary. The demands that I have put on it are just It blows my mind what my body has been able to do for me and the strength that I've gained. So why would I turn around then and start beating up on it? Because it's not doing what I want it to do fast enough. It's my job to pause, look at the data, love myself, love my body, be proud of what I accomplished and keep chop wood, carry water. Because the commitment is how I want to feel. I want to feel good in my skin. There's no way on God's green earth that I'm ever going to give the scale the power to tell me how I feel. So do I like being leaner than I am right now? I do. But you know what? I like my body right now too. I love my 21-year-old at 21. And, you know, 
I liked him at eight too. You get to love yourself through all your iterations. And that really is the key to transforming your body is partnering with it, right? Partnering with it, bring it along with you for the ride instead of abusing it every step of the way. What would be possible for you from that place of saying, we've got this, like, I'm going to support you. You're going to support me instead of toxic, negative thought. Okay. So you have to look at how often you are blaming and resenting your body for not doing what you want it to do when you want it to do it, (laughs) especially after you've been abusing it for years. And then you're like, come on, do the thing, change right now tomorrow. And if you don't change by tomorrow, I'm going to get harder on you. I'm going to speak even more poorly to myself. I'm going to try and abuse myself all the way to the finish line. Right. I really want you to think about that. How often weight loss just becomes a way of self-abuse and how you actually expect to create amazing results from a place of being hard on yourself and abusive towards your body. And many of the women that I work with who are driven and ambitious, they learned at an early age to be hard on themselves, to push themselves, to try harder. Because when you try harder, you'll do more. But in almost all cases, it's not about trying harder or doing more. It's about doing less. It's about showing up for yourself with more kindness and releasing these stories that you're not good enough right now as you are. And you can achieve anything you want from a place of love, respect, and reverence for yourself. Okay? So I want everybody to write this down. And many of you may have heard this already, but this is something that I want you to be able to tune into when you're checking for how you feel, how you want to feel. So I use the acronym HALT, and it's direct out of the addiction recovery community. And this acronym is meant to help you slow down and pause and tune into what's really happening for you. And this is something that we teach inside Weight Loss from Within. Okay, so HALT stands for hungry, angry or anxious, lonely, and tired. Okay, so this is where I want to give you something that is is strategic that allows you to pause and really tune in to ask yourself, what is it that I need in this moment? So hungry, pretty straightforward. So often when, and this is something that I have to battle with when I'm getting ready to go on stage, because of course I am in a place of, you know, having to eat less, pushing my body to its limit. So I'm hungry. Most women, when they diet, they slash their calories obscenely low. They're not giving themselves enough food. And we've all heard that term hangry, right? So if you're hungry and then almost every single woman I work with is tired. Who's not tired from 2020 and 2021? I mean, talk about resiliency, right? Everybody's tired to some capacity. Just being a mom is fatiguing, right? And if you guys are like most of my clients, you're probably, you know, love to help other people, got your hands on a few things, like to juggle a few balls. So you're tired. If you've got two or more of these, so if you're hungry and you had a crappy night's sleep last night, your body isn't going to be like, yeah, let's have chicken and salad. It's just going to want to eat what it wants to eat. 
it's just going to want to eat what it wants to eat. So it's your responsibility to step back and say, okay, wait a minute. Am I in halt? How long has it been since I ate? Or did I skip a meal? Did I not sleep well last night? Okay. So I know my body is saying I want chocolate, but is that actually what I need right now? Or can I still choose something healthy, even though I don't feel like it, because I know that that is the most loving and nurturing thing I can give myself right now. And how about I make the commitment to not skip any more meals and I'll go to bed early tonight so I can feel rested, right? Like actually asking yourself and tuning into your body and saying, what do I really need? Angry or anxious. So many of us live in this emotional place, right? So we had a fight with our kids or they're just driving us crazy or, you know, your husband or wife left their stuff everywhere. That's me. (laughs) My husband leaves nothing anywhere. He's so tidy, but you got to fight in a fight with them and you didn't sleep well last night. Again, you're going to be triggered and you're going to be reaching for something. And this doesn't just apply to food. Okay. This applies to alcohol. This applies to drugs. This applies to Amazon prime right? How many times have you been shopping Amazon Prime because you didn't get enough sleep last night and you had a fight with somebody? It applies to over-exercising, social media. I'm just going to numb out on social media, okay? Lonely. Most men and women don't realize that they are suffering from loneliness and loneliness isn't about being alone. It's about feeling disconnected. And it's not just a disconnect from other people. It's a disconnect from yourself. So if you find yourself constantly, you know, having wine and, you know, in the Ben and Jerry's or not taking care of yourself or spending too much money, whatever it is, that's that lonely part of you needing something, right? Needing that self-love and you're looking for anything anywhere to fill that hole instead of saying like, what do I need to give myself to be more connected to myself? And this is where, you know, what self-care is about. It's not about manis and petties. It can be, but self-care is literally being the woman who knows how to care for herself, who knows how to give herself what she needs. So she feels connected. So she feels whole. So she's not looking for somebody else to tell her she's good enough. And so you know how to love yourself. And I don't care if it's going for a walk, reading a book, you know, listening to a podcast, sitting quietly, meditating, like there's a gazillion different things that you can choose to give yourself that's healthy for you, right? That's going to support you feeling the way you want to feel. So HALT becomes this really powerful acronym for you to just hit the pause button and say, wait a minute, what is going on here? Have I had any time to myself this week to connect to myself or to connect with somebody else that maybe you really care about. There's a lot of people right now that aren't getting that physical connection to other humans that they need, right? And physical connection, like touch, seeing people's faces, like this is important. Humans need this. So making sure you're eating regularly. So even if you're looking to transform your body or lose weight, you should be eating regularly throughout the day. You can lose weight and eat up to five meals a day. And 
you know, when I was specifically working with nutrition and you guys can, you know, my books on Amazon and I've got my uh, eat program that you get as a bonus with weight loss from within. But most of the women, when I was only teaching eat, one of the biggest shockers for them was, oh my God, this is so much food and I'm still losing weight. And I'm like, right. You don't have to starve yourself. Jill knows this. You don't have to starve yourself to lose weight. So many people, so many women starve themselves to lose weight and your body actually needs nourishment. You want to make sure you're feeding it enough so that your lean mass, your muscles are getting what they need. Lean mass is active tissue. So if you're not giving it enough food, it will deteriorate, right? It'll atrophy. That is not helpful as you age as women. Okay. It's like shrinking the gas tank of your car. So this is why when so many women diet and then lose weight and diet and lose weight and it comes back on faster, it's because every time you've deprived yourself so much, you've shrunk the gas tank. So now your body doesn't need as much food. So going back to what your set point was before, it's now no longer your set point. One of the reasons I went through this build is because I do actually like eating a lot. So if I have a little bit more lean mass on my body, I get to eat more calories just to maintain it. It's like I've gone from a four cylinder to a six cylinder car. I get more gas. Okay. But it's quality. It's quality gas. Okay. Manage your emotions, really check in what's going on in my life. What's really happening here. My feeling resentful, angry, frustrated, anxious. So many women are living with anxiety. So simply tuning in. I've talked about this before, like put your hand on your heart, take a deep breath right? Get out of your head, get into your body. And then ask yourself, like you would ask somebody you really, really love, how do I feel? How do I feel right now in the moment? And name the emotion that you're feeling. Have any of you ever asked yourself how you were feeling? But I bet you care enough to ask other people. I lived for years with anxiety and I didn't even know it because I was so busy trying to get away from it. It wasn't until I was forced into that position of learning how to slow down and tune into myself that I realized how much anxiety was driving me. Okay. And then of course, rest. If I could, you know, one major, major strategy, especially when it comes to weight loss, you cannot, your body will not lose weight if you are not rested. End of story. You want to change your life? Go to bed earlier. If you're not getting enough rest, you're going to screw up your hormones. Natalie knows that, right? You don't get enough rest. You're going to mess up your hormones. Nothing good happens. So oftentimes women will start to experience their weight releasing when they're getting enough rest. But I know you guys, right? But I want to stay up an hour later, Lisa, because then the kids go to bed and I feel like that's my time. But is it really your time? Because what you're really saying to yourself is that it's more important that you stay up and continue to perpetuate the self-abusive pattern than it is to tuck yourself into bed and say, wow, this is the most loving and nurturing thing I could give myself. This is actually what my body needs. And then you'll have more energy the next day. So you won't have to, do you get what I mean? You won't have to stay up later because you won't be so exhausted from your day where you need that time for yourself. The whole point is to carve out that time for yourself all the time. And there's ways to do that. Okay. Last question I want you guys to really ask yourselves when it comes to tuning in and getting clear on what you want to create for yourself and your relationship with your body. 
I want you to ask yourself what you are currently tolerating in yourself and what you are no longer willing to tolerate. And uh, don't hold back when you're answering these questions because it's you versus you. It's you versus you. So you get to choose what you're going to tolerate. And, you know, when I said work from your commitment, what you're tolerating is what you're currently committed to. What you're tolerating is what you're currently committed to. So there is no easy button to go from point A to point B, whether it's creating wealth for yourself, whether it's creating body transformation, whether it's growing a business, whether it's meeting the man or woman of your dreams and creating an amazing relationship. I mean, come on, it even takes nine months to grow a baby. There's no easy button. There is no shortcut. But stop avoiding the discomfort and choosing the suffering. Get uncomfortable and you'll release the suffering. So it's not hard, right? Moving your body, not hard. Making choices that support how you feel, not hard. Uncomfortable when you're breaking old habits and patterns of behavior and that abuse cycle that you've been in, uncomfortable. But each of you are capable of it. And I want that for you. I truly want that for you because I have come to know that, you know, women, God, we're capable of so much when we're not in our head trash. We keep ourselves so small. We're caught up in, you know, the stuff that doesn't matter. And so many people this year have lost their lives to a variety of things, right? Not just COVID. Every year we, use, we lose amazing people. And do you think that even one of them was lying on their deathbed going, God, if I was 20 pounds lighter. So how much more of your life are you going to dedicate focused on this problem? It's not a problem because you get to choose how much you want to pour into creating a loving relationship with yourself so that you can live a life where you truly feel like you're thriving in it. Weight will take care of itself because when you learn to take care of you, like I said, your body follows your mind and it doesn't have to be hard. Who knew that loving yourself would be the most uncomfortable, most challenging quest you could ever go on? But for almost all of us and me included, like that was the fight I had to go for was claiming my self-worth, knowing that I was enough, coming to love myself, letting go of all the stories and the beliefs and the behaviors that just perpetuated me telling myself I wasn't worthy of what I wanted. So I'm no special unicorn. I'm no different than any of you. I just started and I was relentless in pursuing the life that I wanted and how I wanted to feel in my life. And I was relentless around releasing the stories and beliefs that no longer serve me. So my debt doesn't exist anymore. I don't have any debt in my life. My life is abundant and rich in so many ways. And the irony is that it's not the money in the bank that made it that way. 
It's how I chose to feel about all of it that created the life that I wanted. The money in the bank is just a beautiful byproduct of everything else, right? And how your body looks and feels is going to be a beautiful byproduct of how you choose to show up for yourself and your ability to be relentless about doing this work and unraveling the toxic relationship that you've probably had with yourself for most of your life. I want you to be really honest with yourself. When do you give your body attention? Is it only when you're criticizing it, fighting with it, trying to lose weight? Or maybe it's when you're standing in front of a mirror and wishing it were different. I know that if you're like most women, you struggle with how your body looks and feels. I also know that for most of the women that I work with, the idea of loving their body is foreign. And yet they're sick of the endless cycle of dieting and gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight. And they keep waiting for the perfect time to make serious changes. However, that perfect time never seems to come. Maybe you can relate. Does this sound familiar? Because if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably realized that losing weight isn't going to solve all your problems. It's not going to make you feel good in your body, and it's not going to open the door to a new and better life. As I like to say, no unicorn is going to walk by and no glitter is going to fall from the sky. Listen, if you want to change your body and your relationship with it, and as a result, your life will change. Only you can take responsibility for that change and only you can step into knowing that the right time is never coming. It has to be today. I say this with compassion, but you can't keep blaming other people or your circumstances for how you're feeling about yourself and your body. Life is always going to life. It's time for you to uncover the stories that are holding you back and change the behaviors that aren't serving you. I know this path doesn't feel easy and I want to help you because I know this process, this inside out process can lead to true transformation. I've created a free three-day program called Weight Loss From Within. Inside, you'll explore self-guided journal prompts that will help you begin to shed the subconscious beliefs that have been holding you back from what you truly want for your body, your life, and the relationship you're having with yourself. Once you finish the three days, you'll have more clarity than ever on the stories that have been driving your behaviors. And you'll have the opportunity to go even deeper with the full version of Weight Loss From Within. I'm not going to ask if you're interested. I'm going to ask if you're ready. And I know that you are ready for lasting change and the chance to truly love your body. I invite you to join this three-day free training, Weight Loss From Within, and you can grab it by just heading over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash three days and you can get started today.